Hey, this is Scott. And Evan from Skeleton Witch. You're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. I didn't see you come in. Come on, pull up a chair. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, and the man sitting next to me is nude from the waist down and is currently using a tortilla and beans to make a boner burrito. <laughs> That's Jeff Clark. Hey, what's up? It's about to be a wet burrito when I'm done with this. <laughs> beaming to us from a McDonald's ball pit. The bearded booger-eating clown known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. If you guys get a wet burrito at like a fancy Mexican restaurant, do you go green sauce or red sauce? Red, all the way. Green sauce can go fuck itself to death. Why, why do you say that, though? I don't know. I just like red. It, have you ever noticed like the... Uh, Almost like a, a like a taco truck or a Mexican salsa like uh, roulette. Sometimes the green salsa is the mild one, and then sometimes it's like the fucking super hot one. And it's hard. Like each taco truck, in my experience, is different. The red is always hot. Obviously, it makes sense. I usually will give them a little sniff because I feel like you can easily tell which one's going to be spicier just by sniffing. I feel like there's a lot of logic to that, but I feel like that's failed me before. I've done the same thing. The other night, I think it was the night when you were here, and you pretty much bounced right after we were finished. We usually will hang out and smoke smoke a little weed and play some video games or goof off or order food or something, but this week you, you pieced out pretty quick, and I was like, hmm, for some reason I really want Mexican food right now. What? I wish I was here for that. So I went to Poquito Mas. Down the street, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. We went there once. Yeah. And I got a wet burrito. That place is pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. The only thing that sucks is the burritos are basically like rice, beans, salsa, and guac. So if you're team no onion, like me, you've immediately just cut half the ingredients out of the burrito. Like, I got I to gotta nix the salsa because there's onions in that, and I have to nix the guac. Because there's onions in it. I forget what how big of a pain in the ass it must be for you just to exist. Uh, when we went oh, to El Coyote, when El Coyote, when I was out there, he accidentally got a burrito with onions on it, and it was a disaster. It was an accident on their part. You guys both heard me heard me state multiple times, no onions. I wasn't there, I don't think. You weren't there? No. No, it was me and Arts. Oh, yeah. Thinking about the other fat white guy. <laughs> Shuddy's been... Shuddy's svelter. Shuddy, are you still losing weight? Or did you put it back on? Or you I've plateaued? actually... I've put a, a couple pounds on as of recently. Drinking but soda But I'm still again? well on... Yep. Yep, soda will do it. Has there been new soda releases that have... That have... Uh, yeah, what caused you? you to relapse? Or, or have you just been mm. back on Mountain Dew or whatever? It's. I've just been back on Mountain Dew ever since I came out there. Oh, it was the it was the weed lean. <laughs> yeah, yep. 
Straight up drugs. Exactly what it was. Caused your relapse. I tell you what, man. I put on a couple pounds when we first started doing the weed lean, like a lot. Because, like, I've I've been off soda's dick for well over a decade. Um, Probably around the time when I started working for Howard Stern was when I stopped drinking soda, and just my love of that. The weed syrup mixed with Sprite is just so off the charts delicious. Soda was always a very easy thing for me to give up. It was more just like a habit. Like you go out to a restaurant, and they're like, "What do you want to drink?" And it's just like, uh, uh, "Coke." It was just like a panic impulse thing. Like, "Oh, Coke." I think one of the greatest things in the world is a f- cold Coca-Cola with a nice meal. I, I like. Yeah, it never did. It never had that effect on me. Like it was either just a thing. Either I, I love Mexican Cokes, so either a Mexican Coke or preferably out of a fountain. But like, if it's a can, whatever. I just love cold Coke with 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 a nice hot meal. Honestly, I really <laughs> do. It's it's. I'm like, I always have like a few Cokes in my fridge, and it's not like I I never really drink Coke. Like on the couch, like watching TV. It's always like with a meal, and I, I just I don't know. I love that shit. It's gonna be like one of those things that I'll be I'll be doing that until I die for sure. You'll never cut soda. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I, probably not. No, I mean I'm definitely gonna gonna chill on it for the next like few months, hopefully for a while. But I still want to have like one or two cokes like a month for sure, like. I'm going the other way as well, and it's not since starting the drinking the weed lean. It's since I started my my recent job. I've literally gained probably fucking fifteen pounds in the past like two weeks. Really? Yeah, I fluctuate a lot. From what again? From like how much I weigh before to now. No, like what caused the influx? From starting my new job. So I signed a, a like a short contract with TikTok. And I've been working, working in Beverly Hills, Century City for TikTok. And it's pretty gay. It's very easy. And the people are very nice. And one of the things that the company does, which is pretty sick, is they, they cater lunch and dinner for you. So there's, a, there's an AM crew and there's a PM crew. And they have one of the two catered for them. However, I'm working in the middle of the day through both of them because I'm in training. So we can order both. So I'm getting two fucking meals. They have snacks. They have refrigerators just stocked up to the gills. And there's really no healthy choice. So I'm eating some of that shit. And also, plus plus the schedule with the commute, my schedule is 10 to 6.30 every day. I'm working in Century City, Beverly Hills. So it's an hour and a half commute from Redondo Beach to Century City every day. And that's like fucking 15 miles. You can only imagine how aggravating that is. So I'm commuting at like 8, 8.30 to make it to work. I got to go an hour and a half back. And I'm just done with the gym. Like I'm just not going to do the gym for five days a week, right? And so that shit starts to add up. I'm eating snacks at work, not going to the gym. I can only get there maybe Saturday. Sunday's all dedicated to football and more eating. Combined with all that, you know, the the lifestyle I have, we have between snack attacks and just going out and liking to get donuts or dinners. And I had my father in town for the past week, as I think you guys just heard 
on the Well, that was Easter on the Easter egg, egg so the listeners will, will be hearing Excuse that me. eventually. We just talked about the Easter egg. You'll hear it eventually. But so my father is in town, and every fucking meal is like the Last Supper. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, if you think I'm an eater, like, you should see when the four Clark men combine. Like, it is, it's absurd. Oh, I bet it the is food, absurd. I bet the food just trembles in fear. It's probably six zeros on calories. Shuddy, did you see the video from the MSPH account of the little kid talking about getting free Chick-fil-A for a year? Yes. You talking... Well, I saw that it was posted. That's the reincarnated me. It really is. It's crazy. And he's 11 years old, but he talks like... The the Twitter account I saw it from said, like, this 11-year-old is actually a 44-year-old union pipe fitter. (laughs) And he's... The, just the embodiment of Jeff Clark. Like, when you were talking about, like, look, when I get a hot meal, I want an ice-cold Coca-Cola. I just want... It just pairs so wonderfully <laughs> together. I love it. It just... It reminds me of this. In fact... Hold on, is this going to play? Well, uh... I'm here in the freezing cold getting free chicken sandwiches. He's totally smoking a cigarette right now. It's great. I mean, there's no... There's no... I mean, it's chicken. It's fried chicken. <laughs> fried chicken. I like fried chicken. Well, like, uh... He has just the I'm mannerisms of you, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, a year of free chicken from Chick-fil-A? Yeah. When I grow up, I want to be just like this guy. Well, I'm out here in the freezing fucking cold getting my free chicken. <laughs> he t- takes a drag of a cigarette? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why do I like chicken? What the fuck? I like it's fucking chicken. <laughs> what kind of stupid question is that? It's fucking fried chicken. <laughs> I like fried chicken. Yeah, you got I, a fucking problem? Yeah, I saw that it was uh, retweeted or posted on our on our face or excuse me on our Twitter. <laughs> and I thought that shit was hilarious because I I'd seen that video before you'd posted it, and I love it. I love that kid. Um, who is he? <laughs> yeah, I feel the, like one day you guys are going to be like. Um, flicking quarters into into like some stripper's butthole together. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to do drugs with that kid. Covered with when like he's old enough. Chicken flakes and grease. <laughs> yeah, if I was sitting, if he was sitting in this room while I was making that cold coke with a hot meal point, he'd be nodding the whole time. A- Amen. Amen. Oh fuck yeah! You ever try it with Chick Fil A? <laughs> oh, that's fucking delicious. Uh, I'm not even a huge Chick Fil A fan. Anyways, keeping on that same thought though, the Popeyes chicken sandwich. It has to go down. It has to go down. Now, the way I've thought about this in my head is I've had, I've allowed my black friends their opportunity. You've, you've had months, weeks to get the fucking chicken. Now Jeff Clark's coming. All right? Fucking make some room. Move over. I'm hopping over. <laughs> I'm going over to Popeye's. I would have to say next weekend. It's probably going to have to be because of my fucking schedule. But yeah, I got I to get it, dude. Because I have to. I got to fucking fly to Vegas. Oh, wow. Wednesday. That's so awesome. Not can really. I, can you pack me? Can you sneak me in your luggage? Yeah. See, I'm at the age now, and, well, actually, my lifestyle is changing a little bit as we're, as we're recording this, and i got to modify my shit moving forward, but I'm at the, the age and the place in my life where I fucking love Vegas. I love it. I love it. I want to go out there, eat a fucking fat steak. Ugh. They have weed out there now, so we could smoke some pot get fucking blackout drunk, lose money, stick faces in our in strippers' assholes. I want to do everything <laughs> in Vegas. I want to do fucking everything uh, in Vegas. I, I, what are you going to do? I'm excited for you. Are you only there for one night? I'm there for two nights. Oh, fuck yeah. 
So I land late Wednesday. We're doing radio shows Thursday and Friday, and then I go straight to the airport when we're off the air on Friday. I need an internship with you guys. Give me an internship. All right. You are now an intern. All right. I'll come in tomorrow. I just want to go to these things. It sounds fucking awesome. Vegas, I'm envious of you. You should you should really take some time to party and do some drugs and have sex have with a prostitute. I don't really have anybody to do drugs with. If I chose to have sex with a prostitute, I know that would just go wrong for me. She would rob you. She would rob me or her pimp would come in and beat me up and then rob me or make me suck his dick or something that's, horrible. I, mean, I just got to be honest. That's literally the only... Not the only. That's, excuse me. That would be the main reason that would that would steer me away from soliciting prostitutes is the pimp speeding you up or it's the just robbery? getting yeah just getting robbed like f- so for me to do it and to be down and a have to be in vegas and b have to be super fucked up and probably on many different forms of of uh whatever drugs alcohol so like it's it seems like an easy win if you wanted to rob me right and i like I could see myself just being fucked up and like being happy and you know and just being you know just a blackout mess and like leaving chips or money out. And if I did that, and the the the, the lady of the night stole money from me, it would be my fault. I actually I actually think that it would be my fault if I left the money out and 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 just easy for her. Oh, this fucking idiot left his money out and he's passed out. Here, I'm just gonna grab all of that. Duh. I mean, and I would have it coming. You heard the story about when I went to my first time in Vegas, right? i sure I have, but refresh me and refresh like, the listeners. I was in my early 20s. My buddies were like, hey, let's tell people that we're pro skaters or something. I'm like, all right, whatever. And that, that was kind of like the plan, to meet chicks at bars and be like, yeah, we're pro skaters here hanging out. Ugh. Super lame. Yeah. Because so, you don't really need that to get laid in Vegas with no. random girls. You just need effort and a little bit of fortune. So not only did we spit like zero game at any chicks, we found these Coke dealers outside of like a jack-in-the-box or something and wanted to get Coke off of them. And they were like, yeah, all right, let's go back up to your hotel room for the transaction. So as we're taking the elevator up, my buddy's telling them the we're pro skaters bit. I was like, oh, no. You don't tell that to drug dealers as they're coming up to the hotel room. <laughs> you tell them we're fucking broke like we actually are. Yeah. Just trying to pass the time. Uh, yeah, I actually work on Wall Street, and it's great. So he's yeah, telling this guy room. we get like $10,000 per trick we do in a video. And I'm like, oh, we're dead. So we get up to the room. And these guys bust out the coke, and we start doing some fat lines. And this was some powerful cocaine. Like, I was flying. Good. I got. I mean, I got an effect off of cocaine that I've never really felt before. I've never really gotten all that paranoid off of it. I usually just get, you know, the false bravado, very chatty, uh, objectively very annoying. Well, you were very, you were very much in an anxious situation. So that's that got to be... That's gotta be. Uh, factored in as well. So we're we're hanging out, and my buddy, who was in Iraq at the time, like called one of, one of my buddies, 
while we were in Vegas. And after he got off the phone with him, he was just like, oh, yeah, that was, I won't say his name. He's like, that was blah, 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 calling from Iraq because he's like serving over there. One of the Coke dealers turns out to be Iraqi. And he's like, what? Your buddy's over there killing my people? And I just went, oh, and hid under the covers like a child. Like, like legitimately? Yes. Like, that's what happened? Oh, yeah. Like, was like it ostrich. on? Was it on? No. Was it, were they ready to fight? It, it got weird, but it cooled out after that. Luckily, we didn't get robbed and there were no fights, but like two giant whammies. Telling this guy that we have thousands and thousands of dollars and then letting it leak that our buddy's over in Iraq serving. And he's like, oh, he's killing my people. I was like, oh, no. Uh, this is the fucking worst. Not going to go that far, Mr. Coke dealer, but yeah, we're winning the war according to the news. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know what just made me. Well, actually, I know it just made me think of this, but. Random thought, and I got to throw it your way. Somewhat related. But one of the greatest moments in shit-talking history that I've ever personally witnessed was a sophomore year in my intramural flag football team uh, in college. We were playing the ROTC team, right? So a bunch of whatever, college-slash-military students. Is that the right way to explain ROTC? You know what I'm talking about. Everyone knows what a fucking ROTC is anyways. (laughs) So we're beating them, actually, pretty good. And one of my friends in the game says, you pussies are the reason why we're losing in Iraq. Oh. And it was, God, it was so good. And I, at the time, I was, like, kind of blown away, and they got, like, so pissed off, and, like, the other people in the, in the fucking field were, like, triggered, and it, like, turned problematic. And, like, we had to kind of break him up or, like, you know what I mean? Like, step in the way before it turned into a fight. I actually think it would have whooped any of the fucking ROTC football players' asses. But it was fucking hilarious. Because, A, we weren't losing in Iraq ever. <laughs> so that's not, that wasn't accurate. But Yeah, maybe that's why they were all angry. And, and just him calling a bunch of ROTC soldier, or, uh, students pussies was fucking hilarious because they were pussies. We were mopping them. <laughs> we were mopping them. And they, they all, the only difference between them and, and like, they weren't, like, badass military people. They didn't fucking, like, they wore fatigues around campus, but, like, that was about it. And I guess the Army paid for uh, their, their, their education. Anyways, just when you mentioned your, your Iraqi uh, Coke dealer story, it had me think <laughs> of that. So, continue. Well... I don't have anything off of uh, that tangent we were well, on, but... Well, I know. So, did, did eventually the transaction happen and they just leave? Like, yeah. Is that the, the, the end of the story, at least? Yeah. Because like, you're talking about like the first time that you, you were in Vegas and you did coke. I didn't know if there was, like, it turned no, into a was, fight. No, okay. no, no. All right, cool. That was the end of it. It just got very awkward for one second, a little sketchy. I hid under the covers. And it worked. That made the problem go away. <laughs> nice. Is it, is it all right to come out now, guys? <laughs> I mean, is the Iraqi like, Coke dealer gone? Sounds like a Coke conversation. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, we're not talking politics right now, all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. So, uh, Disney Plus has officially launched a topic I never thought I would yes, give a fuck about. Um, I'm down. Hold on. Let me Google this it. This is another one of those instances where you. 
have like a thousand hours of yourself recorded talking, you're bound to put your foot in your fucking mouth, and it's happened once again. I initially said, I don't give a flying fuck about Disney+, Plus. why would I ever sign up for that? I don't care about Disney movies, if there's a good Disney movie, I already own it on Blu-ray, so who cares? Well, they shoved that right up my dickhole when they announced that they were going to make more Clone Wars episodes, and they were going to be exclusive to Disney+, Plus. I was like, oh, well shit! You're such a That pussy. was the power move. I'm telling you, man, if you give half of a fuck about Star Wars, Clone Wars is a godsend. It's the fucking greatest such thing. It's a pussy. It's so good. It's so, just, well, why I'm calling you pussies because you have to walk these things back. And I almost know, we'll run into one soon and we'll call it out, we'll spotlight it, but I almost know when you're going to stick your foot in your mouth at, at this point. And this one was an easy one. I wish I called you out at mid when it was happening. I probably agreed with you because in my head, well, yeah, I don't I, like Disney shit. So. And I didn't, I lacked the foresight to see, um, the real- to consider original programming. I thought it was just going to be like a cheap monthly service that was going to house all the Disney movies. So if you have little kids, it's a no brainer. You have to have it. We might be aligned three ways on this one. Cause you know, I have Disney plus now, right? My yeah. father bought it for the year and he gave us, he spread it amongst the family, so we all have accounts. It isn't just the original programming, which you're into. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna give Mandalorian a shot. Everyone says, "Excuse me." I've heard a couple people who I like say it's kind of badass, and even if you're not a Star Wars fan, you might be into it. So I'm gonna give it a shot. But just how expansive and how much how much inventory is in the app, it's kind of worth it either it, way. It really it is. Keeps growing. Yeah. It's like developing on itself. It's like the singularity shit. I was on it on Wednesday. Wednesday's when I set up my account. Yeah, let's hear about your Disney Plus hole, Shuddy. There were like four categories. And then Thursday, there were, on the home screen, it was full of shit. Really? Because I didn't even put that much. I didn't even put that. There's something called Fartgate trending on Twitter right now. All right, sorry. Focus, Kevin. Um, I didn't How are even... we not in the fucking forefront of that? What are we doing here? <laughs> well, I'm going to find I'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, you find host. that out. So, yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even pick, pick up on that, Shuddy. I pretty much just knew what I wanted to watch and laser focused in on that. I didn't do too much random exploring. Uh, I've been watching DuckTales. Oh, okay. So I got to put that on my list because I saw someone tweet out that Darkwing Duck was on uh, Darkwing Duck, Tailspin, uh, Chippendales, Rescue Rangers. Oh, I got to see how Rescue Rangers holds up. But I watched a couple uh, episodes of Darkwing Duck and ugh, that does not hold up the way I wanted it to. You were saying that at dinner. So uh, real quick news update on Fartgate. Uh, this dude, I believe it's on Hardball with Chris Matthews, right? That's Chris Matthews. That's the name of his show. This dude, Representative Eric Swalwell, Swalwell, he, this dude, this is from a Twitter user, this dude straight up ripped a hardcore fart on live television. You can even see him pause for a split second to push it out. Reportedly unedited footage. Hashtag Eric Swallow. Oh wait, here. Let me play Hashtag it. Hashtag the video Fartgate. up on the iPad. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna weigh in on this controversy right now. This Sorry, Shuddy, but you know farts. Breaking news. Yeah. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election, and the complaint that I've oh, heard man. from. Oh man. He even like. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. Oh. He scoots up. 
He like bounces with it, and he even pauses t- so to be polite to the fart and not talk over it. He's the part of he's a representative of California, part of the intelligence committee. He's a great representative of our state. Thank you. He just Thank yeah, you. he just won my support by farting. This is one of the better political things I've seen in a long time. To help him cheat an election, and the complaint that I've heard. Everybody should do that. Like if every time Trump got accused of something and he and he went on like live on Twitter, he's like, Fart "Hold on, on a it. second, hold on a second. I have to say fake <laughs> news. I'd be like, I believe him. This this might be. Let's not say crazy stuff like that. What? <laughs> well, this might be the most bipartisan political move since invading Afghanistan. I don't see anyone oh, no, who's going to who's gonna speak negatively Tax on this dollars guy. to ask the Ukrainians oh, to help him cheat in a Nice. <laughs> and the complaint that I've heard... I love that he paused for it. And he, you do kind of hear it in his voice. Yeah, he's strained. He's like, ah, shit, that was a loud one. Fuck it, dude. Fuck it. And you know what? He's Rock got, on with your fucking swamp ass. He's got two Twitter accounts. I'm going to follow them both. <laughs> I'm going to follow them both. Dad to Nelson and Cricket. And that you fart. name your kid Cricket, you motherfucker, Eric. You motherfucker, whatever. Husband, congressman of the 15th California Cricket. District. <laughs> working to end gun violence once and for all. Jesus Christ, good luck. Whatever, dude. Owner whatever. of many skid-marked underpants. End gun violence once and for all. Are, are we father, officially endorsing him? My father literally had a shirt that said that exact thing. End gun violence once and for all. He's wearing a shirt. I fucking said that. Yeah, I noticed that. He's being he he goes through phases, I feel like. I'm gonna fucking he listens, so I'm gonna, so I'm gonna shit on him a little bit. He goes through <laughs> phases, I feel like, of conservatism of conservatism and conservatism. Thank you. Sorry. Thanks, thanks guys for cleaning that up for me. And being liberal. And he's on like an ultra liberal kick right now. He's always been Democrat, always like sided Democrat politically speaking. Um, but he's he's on like this liberal kick. So he's wearing this shirt at Korean barbecue that says "End gun violence once and for all" or something to that effect, right? And I fucking immediately troll him once I once I read it. Like, oh, don't... I was gonna wear my more gun violence shirt like, today. Like, Jesus Christ, Dad, we don't, listen, here's the rule of Korean barbecue, don't fucking talk politics, so turn your shirt inside out or something. <laughs> and I, that's how it was. We had like a 45-minute wait, and like, I, you guys were having your own conversation, but any time me and my father exchanged words, it was like, essentially me trolling, I'm like, are you seriously going to wear that shirt, you fucking pussy? Like, gun gun violence, you're going to make us look like a bunch of fags. Also, we were... Out and about the day before. Now, he's got this big-ass white beard. I mean, he didn't dye it white. He's a fucking old man. But he's got this white, like, biker beard. And he's got these these piercings and this tattoo, right? He's wearing a shirt that says B.U. And it's got a rainbow, right? B.U. It's got a rainbow. And he asked me. We're walking to the store. And he's like, He's like, Jeff, uh, now be honest with me. Does this, like, does this make me look gay? Like, does this, like, a gay-looking shirt? <laughs> and, like, without, like, I don't even flinch. Like, yes. <laughs> yes, it does. It makes you look very gay. He's like, come, dude. And you know how my father is. I've listened to him. Dude. Dude. Come on. Like, Dad, are you fucking serious? Look at you right now. A, we're walking around in Long Beach, and you have a fucking beard. 
you're close right there, right? You're on the fringe. You got a fucking beard, all your piercings, and you're wearing a shirt that says "Be You." Yet you look fucking gay, Dad. You look super gay. Like, and I, and you know what? I look, I look like your gay younger boyfriend, unfortunately. So, what? Why do we? Oh yeah, Congressman <laughs> Eric Swalwell. Nice fart. Not sure about his uh, chief po- political policy, but if he keeps farting, whatever. Yeah, end the gun violence. Yeah, you can, you could, you can end gun violence with your farts. I guess you could sweep, you could sweep Jeff off of his more gun violence stance. Yeah, just keep farting, and you'll, you'll move me. All right, fine. I guess I want less people to die. Husband and Papa to Nelson and Cricket. You named your fucking kid Cricket, Eric. Just keep farting. Just keep farting, buddy. <laughs> All right, so we Disney were talking Plus. about Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Yeah, sorry. Fartgate. I mean, we had to, so we Shuddy, had to take a detour. It's of course. Shuddy, you said you watched some DuckTales? Yes. And how did that hold up? It, I mean, not very good. Uh, but the nostalgia factor uh, I enjoyed. And it's been something I've been putting on while I read comic books. So, so I'm not just sort of half paying, paying attention full to attention it. to it. Yeah. I know Huey, Dewey, and Louie are big comic book fans in DuckTales. Oh, no, wait. Yes, they are. Are they in DuckTales? Yeah, right? Isn't that Yeah, they're Duck? in DuckTales. Okay. And Launchpad? Yeah. Yep. Weird how they double dip with Before Launchpad. Dark Wing Duck. Yeah. Launchpad was in DuckTales' Tailspin, right? And Darkwing Duck? No, he was not in Tailspin. Oh, was it Baloo and Unless Tailspin? Unless there was a crossover. Yeah, it was Baloo and Tailspin. I can't remember if I liked Tailspin as a kid or if I just tolerated it. It was kind of all of that after that stuff after school. It was what was available and kind of tolerate. Tailspin was my preference of all of them. I did really? not care for Rescue Rangers. I liked Rescue Rangers. Um, I, for some reason, I liked. I had a crush on Gadget or Gidget, the little the chick one. It was weird that I wanted okay. to fuck a chipmunk. Kevin, how many syringes of weed lean would you like? One and a half. Thank you. I'm looking at, I just looked up Tailspin. It, it only aired for a year. Really? First episode aired September 7th of 1990. Uh, final episode, August 8th of 91. So uh, 13 months. Damn. I think Darkwing Duck only had two seasons. It's weird. They all did, but it seemed like they were on forever. I know. Well, time was... There's like a weird time curve as you age. When you're a little kid, a day feels like a week, and now a week feels like a day. I just yeah. beefed. When Eric swallowed <laughs> Yeah, I should have like put it between words. That was a gangster move you did. Talk about um, foreign policy real quick. What else did I watch on Disney Plus? Uh, I want them to put on older cartoons. Oh like, boy, that's I want brutal. like Ooh, gummy sorry, bears. Uh, uh, a, a weird thing I saw about Disney Plus, and I, this is something I would never have noticed on my own, but social media had a field day with it. Was them altering Star Wars: A New Hope once again? The Greedo scene. Yeah. So now, Where they right before Han, yeah, right before Han Solo and Greedo shoot at each other, Greedo just yells out, 
McClunky. And apparently that was never in it before. And I guess the story behind that is George Lucas wanted that change made before the Disney Plus deal. So when they put it on Disney Plus, they added his... I, don't, I can't understand why that fucking weirdo was just like continuously fucks with the movies, gets shit for fucking with the movies. Thank you, Jeff. And then is like, you know what? I'm going to fuck with it one more time. I want Greedo to say McClunky before he fires. What? Why? What's McClunky mean? McClunky. You know what really swayed me on the whole Disney Plus thing? And you, I think you, I think you saw it. I, I, I can't really add much to that whole thing. You were talking about Star Wars and them changing around the, 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 the show. I, I didn't mm. see it, so I, don't, I can't really speak to that. But I can just speak to Disney Plus generally. You saw me, I think. I think you were in the room when this happened, when I got moved. And that's when I was told they had every single episode of the X-Men cartoon. Yeah. And I was like, okay. All right, that's worth the seven dollars a month. All the '90s Marvel cartoons: X Men, uh, Spider Man, Iron Man, Hulk, Fantastic Four. I mean, I didn't watch any of them except for X Men. Oh, I, watched... I didn't. I didn't watch any of them at all. I've watched the X Men uh, show when it was on Netflix and really enjoyed it. So, was this um, an age but... thing with us? Because I grew up on this shit and I love the X Men. No, okay. X-Men was on. I watched X-Men when it aired. I don't know why Shuddy did. It was not anything that I really enjoyed. I don't know why. I think there was other stuff on at the same time. Man, I just remember the opening. that opening scene for X-Men was like the most badass thing I had seen. Yeah. Dude, I love like that. Character. Each character gets introduced and they use their powers. Yeah. Man, that was fucking sweet. Didn't they kind of make a video game off of it too, an arcade game? I think there was an arcade game. I mean, yeah, there was, it was kind of like The Simpsons, where it was like a side-scrolling thing, and four people could play at once. I loved that fucking video game. That, that was, was really that good. was actually my favorite arcade game ever. And I think it was in Mohawk Mall in Schenectady, maybe Colony. And I used to fucking love playing that game. But that it, the new Spider-Man cartoon, I th- or excuse me, the old Spider-Man cartoon, I think is available on Disney Plus. And when you're messing around with it, I mean if you're a parent you have to buy it. But if you're when you're messing around with it, it's hard not to get nostalgic about all these things cuz yeah. like I fuck with Aladdin, Beauty of the Beast, Lion King, uh even 101 Dalmatians and kicks ass. I have a year's free subscription, so through your connections? No, through having Verizon Unlimited. Oh damn! Oh, nice. Yeah, T-Mobile gives me the baseball pass. But. I tell you what, I've I've watched some stuff that I was nostalgic for as a kid, and they don't always hold up. But X-Men is still pretty badass. I watched a couple episodes of that, and I was like, oh yeah, this kicked ass. Yeah, I can't meow, wait. Meow, to meow, go meow, 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 meow. Theme song, <laughs> fucking rules. Although it is, the dialogue is you know super cheesy, and it's like. Very early '90s, so it's it's dated as fuck. But that also kind of adds to it. I kind of like that that aspect of it. Yeah, like it's again, it like like of course the opening scene of the entire series is in a fucking mall. Yeah, and Rogue and Storm are just walking around shopping. That is how it goes, right? Rogue and Storm. Okay, but yeah, yeah. that's actually Wait, no, I thought Jubilee was the very accurate to that episode. 
because I watched it right around the time that I was really doing Red K heavily. Uh, and in one of the collections I bought to sell had the first appearance of Jubilee in it. And I read the book, and it's very accurate to that first episode of the show. Really? She goes to the mall and gets attacked by a sentinel, and Rogue and Storm just happen to be shopping there at the time? Yes. <laughs> uh, but I also hear that that series um, turns to dog shit. I guess I didn't watch the whole thing as a kid, but supposedly the last two seasons are just anim- animation changes. Yes, I, I think... I can't confirm that, but I think that's how I remember it as well, that it did kind of peter off at the end. Um, I did watch the first two episodes of The Mandalorian, and it's it gets the tone right. It It feels in place in the Star Wars universe. It's got a little bit of silliness and shit, but... Overall, I'm I'm into it. It's not like mind blowing, but I'm I'm in for sure. I'm enjoying it. I I was already in on it before the first episode ended, and then everything from there has I'm I'm sold. I believe it takes place after five years after, after the, Empire, return. or no, after Return of the Jedi. So. Is it did the first three episodes come out on Disney Plus and now it's a, a week after? They're two each episodes, week. just the first two. Yeah, now it's every Friday, a new episode comes out. And there is that where they're at right now, two, or did the third one come out? Yes, no, two, just two, two episodes okay. are right. out. Yeah, okay. So so far on those, I mean, it's it's nothing earth shattering, but like I said, very enjoyable. Uh, I am for sure in. That seems like some some day of release watching. Like I'm, not, I don't think I'll be letting those pile up, especially with how quick spoilers are coming out for it. Like everything that happens is just instantly on Twitter. So, uh, I, I'm. So can I? Can we talk about it? I mean, I guess can right. We talk, talk about the most adorable thing in the galaxy. The baby of whatever species Yoda is. Yes, the baby Yoda. I mean, it's not Yoda. I, I know it's not Yoda. I will say this again. But... It's not Yoda. I hope the mic picked that up. Because the baby is what did 50. You, I didn't hear what you... I cut the cheese. Yeah, he Eric Swalwell. Oh. Uh, yes, the baby is 50. Yet still a baby. And it is pretty friggin' cute. Uh, Disney, Disney was, never misses a, ch- a chance to market. I every time it... Sorry. What did that squeal sound like, Shuddy? It was like, oh my god, he's so cute! <laughs> That's... <laughs> I pretty much that. every time he was on the screen. Yeah. Yeah, he's a cute little fucker. So do you... Either one of you homos got a movie to reveal? Yeah, but I still got a little bit more on Disney Plus, Jeff. My bad. I also watched <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's show. Uh, you, the World According to Jeff. Is that exclusive to, to Disney Plus, or is I it believe just so. on Disney yes, Plus? Yes, it is. It is a National Geographic property, but that's part of like their umbrella. Yeah. 
And the the first episode is him covering sneakers. So he goes to like a sneaker convention and then goes to some guy who's like a sneaker designer and he designs Jeff his own signature sneaker. And it talks to people that are like collectors and they go to the Nike training facility or something where they test the shoes out and shit. And it's, I don't know. So it's like an Anthony Bourdain but meets Jeff Goldblum? A little bit. Yeah. No food, just general culture. Well, not, not Well, episode 2 is food. on ice cream. Son of a bitch. So he just picks one thing and then just covers it and he's a fucking weirdo. He's the weirdest guy. I think you mean that in a good way, aren't you? A I Jeff, do. Jeff Goldblum fan? Oh, I watched fan. him on Hot Ones and he is bananas. Yeah. Is that I, a recent I, one? I am a giant fan of Jeff Goldblum, but I've yes. like I've mentioned on the show before, I've gone to see his his jazz show in Los Feliz a, a handful of times, and he is he's just a weird fucking cat. I was actually walking around. I was at LACMA over the weekend, and I walked by some lady talking about Disney+. And she was like, have you seen Jeff Goldblum's show? My granddaughter watched it, and she loves it. And she said, look at him, Grandma. He's like an alien experiencing things for the first time. I was like, wow, that little kid actually nailed it. It does seem like they gave some alien a TV show, and they're like, hello, alien. This is ice cream. He's like, ooh, ice cream. Ice cream. Mm, Okay, uh, I'll have to get one in a cone and one in a cup. He wasn't always this strange, was he? He probably was. I just don't think we had the same kind of access to people back then as we do now i'll tell you what though it looks fun it looks like it's way more fun being jeff goldblum than it is being kevin Kraft. yeah he's killing it and he's a bit of like a local legend in a lot of ways does that make sense like he he's not he's not international legend for sure but like around town like people like really fuck with jeff goldblum yeah he's he's a very nice dude uh i i enjoy his movies and st- I mean, The Fly is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Yeah, like who can hate on you know Jurassic Park, uh, Independence Day? You didn't like the first Jurassic Park? It was okay. It was oh all right. My God. I was in love with it. I like what's his. I've heard Sam you Neal. say it's a Clark classic before. No, I've I've. There's no way I've said that. There's no way. I'm, I I'm, Jurassic Park is. About three and a half dicks for me. I am not that big of a Jurassic Park fan. Um, I really just get Ben like how they don't murder the old man. Like as soon as he tells me the idea for 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 Jurassic Park, I'm stabbing him in the fucking throat. Like wait, it's like it's like the idea of automation. Like as soon as someone tells you it, it's like oh you gotta get killed. You're gonna bring in dinosaurs. That's what you're gonna do. You're gonna bring di. You're gonna bring back dinosaurs. Yeah, we gotta we gotta take you. It's it's what's best for humanity. And I really, even when I was like a kid, I couldn't get past that. I'm like, wait a second, they're gonna let this fucking guy do this? They're gonna let this guy just? And you were you were even that joyless as a child, yeah. where like a movie about <laughs> dinosaurs were coming out. And you're like, you, no, you heard me as a child. I was into ch- fried chicken. That's what I liked. I like fried chicken can, and can sports. we just go see uh, uh, K- Kentucky Fried Chicken Park? <laughs> Go to Fried Chicken Park. No dinosaurs. No. I don't know. Like I'm split on that shit. Sometimes I don't behave like like that because it's obnoxious, and I and I and I recognize that. Like when I start 
sucking Armageddon's dick and people come at me about it not being believable, I get really annoyed. So to do that, <laughs> to do that, I understand it's fr- probably frustrating to some people. I'm just telling you what was in my head as I was watching it. And, but Independence Day, now that's a Jeff Goldblum five dicker right there. <laughs> Maybe six. I fucking love Independence Day. And that was a, that's a throwback to a much simpler and better time, in my opinion. I miss Will With Smith. With the mid-90s? I miss Will Smith being a fucking star. Oh. And it, I got to be honest, it kind of he's kind of like Hollywood's Carmelo Anthony. I know that went right over your head, Kevin, but I feel like there's no reason why Will Smith shouldn't be a movie star still. No reason. Because he's picking bullshit movies. Uh, yeah, Gemini I gu- Man? I guess he's probably shooting himself in the foot, and he's being unrealistic. Like He needs to... He needs to take a step back a couple times, uh, take a couple steps back and get some momentum. Like, take some supporting roles, be a part of an ensemble cast, and then, and then get your, uh, get back into being a a leading man and uh, a major box office star. Because I feel like he's a couple, like, Tom Cruise kind of had like, um, a downswing or, or a lull in his career. I guess, and a short one, very short. Not not as much as what Will Smith is currently going through, but I don't know. I I, I fucking love Independence Day, and and uh, Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum kills it in that. I I really enjoy his show on Disney Plus, and the next episode that's coming out is about tattoos. Wait, how often does that joke come out? I think it's also once a week. But, okay, which, is it a different day or also on Friday? That I don't know. I think, because it, it launched with Disney+, Plus, like The Mandalorian, and then I had initially read that it was going to be, you're going to have to wait like a week and a half for a new episode of The Mandalorian, but then on Friday, three days later, there was a new episode of Mandalorian and a new episode of Jeff Goldblum, and I was like, oh, what the fuck? So it might be on the same Friday release schedule. This brings up... In my opinion, another interesting conversation about this type of stuff. How do you guys feel about weekly releases of new episodes versus just like the full season dump on Netflix? Uh, I'm into the dump. Cause if, like you prefer it? Because I, yeah. I, don't, I don't hate the dump. I like, I like having the option. I don't always binge, but if I'm on a roll with something... I like having the option of just diving into it. And I feel like some shows benefit from it. Like, uh, I'm really into Mr. Robot. And Mr. Robot came back with its final season after a two-year break. And now it's like, holy shit, there's so much that happens in that show. Like, I can't even keep it straight. So I had let, like, half the season pile up on my DVR before I, like, just binged it and caught up. And it's like, oh, that's that's a good way to watch it because I can... All that, all the little twists and turns and little, little aspects of it stay fresh in my head. Like, and and Mandalorian isn't as long as I thought it was going to be. I think the first episode was like. 40. I thought they. Were... Yeah, I thought it was going to be hour long episodes, but it was forty minutes and thirty three minutes. Yeah. So now I'm I'm like fuck. I really could binge Mandalorian now that they're not full hour shows like I thought they were going to be. I don't know why I just automatically assume that, but I feel like everybody else did as well. I like looking forward to a new episode every week. 
I don't hate the dump. <laughs> I like that's what we're calling it. The episode dump, series dump, whatever. I don't hate it. Like, it works for Stranger Things because I get to make, like, a weekend out of it. And, and I like that aspect of it. But, like, I liked, you know, waiting for a game of, new Game of Thrones every week and Breaking Bad. I, I, I binged the first three seasons, maybe even four of Breaking Bad. No, first three seasons. But I like the aspect of waiting all week and, and talking about it with your buddies um, before before it comes on TV, before it airs. So, but... See, I I hate to to give a cop out answer. I like, but I do like both. I I I guess I pre- I do. If I had to lean one way or the other, though, I prefer weekly weekly installments. Uh, and then two more quick things on Div- Disney Plus. So, I also saw that they have cultural warnings <clears throat> before some of their programming. Yeah, I'm sure you heard about this, Jeff. That seems like something that would trigger you. I'm not triggered. You know, this is going to be the mo- a really random thing. I took college-level, Syracuse-level sociology when I was in high school to get extra credits going into college. So I actually went into college with six credits. And I think the way... I think you get one... In, in that semester or in that course, you get one test, which is, if you remember, far different than everything else in high school. I had mad tests throughout high school each class or each course. But this one, you had one final and you had to do two like 10 page papers. And one of the papers that I did was Disney reinforcing stereotypes in its movies. And I did a fucking in high school. Now I've smoked a lot of pot and done a lot of drugs and done a lot of drinking since then. So I don't really, I didn't retain a lot of that information, unfortunately, but I did a whole fucking movie about the, or excuse me, a whole report about this. Believe it or not. Me, Jeff Clark. Who would have thunk? Yeah, I wasn't. I'm not. I'm not triggered by that storyline. The headline. So I guess they they put it what they call a cultural disclaimer before a few of the properties on Disney Plus, saying, um, at the time this wasn't a big deal, but things have changed, and this is now there's now things in this movie or TV show that are culturally insensitive, but we felt it was important to preserve this to like teach a lesson or whatever the fuck. So, so like the crows in in Dumbo. Yes, the eleven titles. I I believe this is the the complete list of eleven titles that have cultural disclaimers. Fantasia from nineteen forty. Does it have any like remember IMDb anything. boner listing of why it's racist? No, or? that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, Dumbo. That one's that one's obvious. The fucking racist crows. That just made me think of something. So in these dumbass TikTok trainings that we do, we have to go through all the like policies of, of, of like these videos and how to like file them or whatever. And and we had just have these fucking goofy ass conversations about all these dumbass TikToks and the people that I work with, half of them are fucking airheads and they ask stupid questions. And one of them was asking about, like, Asian stereotypes. And I was like, do we slap a policy on Asian stereotypes? And, he, and, the, and the fucking trainer was like, yeah. Like, every race, like racist thing you see probably gets a stereotype. Like, Okay, but can we goof on Mexicans? So he's like, for example, yeah. And he's like, I, and the way he answered was like, for example, so, like, if it's a TikTok about... And they're, like, doing slant eyes and making fun of Asians or talking about how Asians are good at math. Like, that's a stereotype. You can mark that as a stereotype. And I just, 
I, 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 as a joke, I, ro- I raised my hand. I was like, hey, can you just go through all the raci- racist stereotypes real quick? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like, the room started laughing. I was just like... Maybe uh, maybe I, I shouldn't have recommended you for a job at Sirius. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Kevin, this is just this is a different type of job. It's a, it's a six-month... Ca- all right. So this I'm is fucking the, busting balls. We this, don't have to go on a fucking tangent. Kevin, this is the first job that I've had in like four years where everyone hated it and they didn't want to, they didn't fucking care about it. And I, and I miss it. It's like a restaurant right, job right. like I used to have. We can all just fuck around. So they also have a warning before the Mickey Mouse Club. I don't know why. Peter Pan. Uh, shockingly, I didn't also know that Peter Pan was from 1953. I also don't really remember any racist shit from it. Yeah, but... I don't remember him saying the N-word. <laughs> the, the Lost Boys are Indians. Like Native Americans. Oh, yeah. Oh, so them wearing the headdresses uh, is cultural appropriation? That's not chill. Mm. Jesus Christ, Disney. I'm trying to put you on for my kids. Or maybe... No, the Lost Boys aren't the Indians, but they... um, They hang out with Native... With indigenous peoples. Oh, yeah. You're not supposed to hang out with indigenous people. You're just supposed to kill them and take their land. That are very stereotypical... Uh, cartoon Indians. Uh, Lady and the Tramp, because of the We Are Siamese song. The Siamese cats, that's very like, ling a ling a ling 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 ding ding But it's the cats, right? Yeah, yeah but they're... they're... It's, it's offensive to Asian cats. I mean, if if that was in a Disney film today, you would be like, whoa, dude, yeah. holy Is shit. Is it cringeworthy? I mean, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but just remembering it back, just... Just so, like the music. Now here's the question: it. I can't tell the did, difference between Asian and regular cats. Did they? They obviously didn't include that in the new lady in the live action Lady in the Train. No, that ha- that scene did not make it into the the live action remake. Uh, so then a couple of titles that I'm not really all that familiar with: the two Davy Crockett movies, and then something called Darby O'Gill and the Little People from 1959. At least they didn't call them midgets. Yeah, little people. They had the foresight perf- to use that preferred nomenclature. Yeah, well said. Swiss Family Robinson from 1960. Uh, the Jungle Book from 67. And the Aristocrats. <laughs> the Aristocrats, yeah. That would be, yeah. That's dicey. Yeah. We need a few cultural warnings. Yeah, on that's that going to be like an hour long disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, this is, we're going to have to fucking uh, rediscuss comedy. But I mean, I I even remember back when Aladdin came out, they altered the lines in one of the songs from the theater to the home release, and the voice in the song is noticeably different. Like I think oh. the original line was, "Where they cut off your ear if they don't like your face, it's barbaric, but hey, it's home." And then when it got released on video, it was something like, "Where it's." Hot and intense, and the heat is immense. <laughs> it's a completely different voice, and it's like it's barbaric, but hey, it's home. Yeah, they really fucked up on Aladdin. Aladdin looked like a little bit browner of, of a Tom Cruise, and the villain was like darker, more of an ethnic like uh, uh, accent, and had a bigger nose. And they just yeah. Not a good look, Disney. <laughs> Not a good look. But hey, I've, I've learned to forgive. And I like how years ago everybody pointed out that Jafar looks exactly like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> it's kind of true. Um, yeah, but... 
Uh, and let's see. I have one more note on Disney. Oh, yeah. I'm sure everybody's heard about the, the Simpsons episodes, the early episodes being improperly framed. So they cropped them and didn't keep the original aspect ratio. So the, a lot of visual gags got ruined oh, due man. to the weird cropping. So Disney put out a statement saying that like in early 2020, they're going to have all the old school episodes fixed and yeah, cropped that, right so you can see the, the gags. They, exactly. That's, they'll figure that shit out by April. Yeah. Um, so I think that's interesting. I heard, I think, Seth Rogen talking somewhere about this. This is kind of what they do in Canada. They like acknowledge... Like, I think he was talking about this on Howard Stern, maybe. I could be talking out of my ass. Anyways, like, Canada will acknowledge, like, its history of, like, racial oppression or, like, you know, like, I think he was saying, like, in a comedy show in Vancouver, like, the comedian or, like, the the, the club manager just said, hey, it's, I just want to make a point and acknowledge that we are on indigenous land and this just pretty much just, like, calling out their white privilege and he was like i think that's important and they should they should do that more often here in america so i guess disney's kind of uh doing something that effect and believe it or not this doesn't trigger me i don't i feel like this is a classy way to go about it it's not like beating you down but it's like hey yeah we fucked up back in the day our bad and this is better than them them cutting that stuff out yeah Yeah, i agree you that would trigger you, right? Yeah, that would be much. Yeah, exactly. That would be too much. I would. You're right. I would get definitely like get off my lawn territory. Definitely old <clears throat> old man Clark on that. Shuddy, do you have any closing thoughts on uh, Disney Plus? I'm I I like it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, there you yeah, go. I, I do like, like it. Usual. I haven't died, dove too deep into it, uh, but there is a ton of shit on there. Yeah, I actually put on. Like some... I said, I I can't wait for them to add older. Hopefully, they add older stuff like some of the '80s cartoons, like Gummy Bears. I heard Gummy Bears is on there. Is no, don't you fucking is it? Hold I saw on, people tweeting about phone? it. That was another thing I saw people tweeting about, being like, "Oh man, Gummy Bears does not hold up like I thought it did." Yeah, 1985. So that came out when I was three. Wow, I had a good run. Went from 85 to 91. Holy shit, it is on. Yeah, dude. Well, all right. Didn't they have like some sort of juice they drank that made them like bounce all over the place? Yes, they did. I always wanted to drink that. I always thought it looked delicious. You want some of this juice? <laughs> Where's that from? Dashing and dairy and courageous. Are you thinking of, can I taste your juice? <laughs> can I taste your juice? That drop from the Stern Show. Yeah. <laughs> can I Meet taste your Ruffy, juice? Zummy, Cubby, Grammy, Tummy, Sunny, and all the legendary gummies as they laugh, play, foil dastardly pots, and fight for what's right. Who's the bad guy in Gummy Bears? Probably Jeff Clark trying to eat them. <laughs> yeah, I would, I'd fucking polish polish off all those gummy bears. Oh, come here, you little fucking pussy! Quit bouncing around. Um, fuck! I completely forgot what I was gonna say. Um. Uh. Well, anyway, uh, I did see a movie, Jeff. I know you, you were asking that earlier. I saw. He Honey. saw the Irishman. No, I thought we were gonna go see the Irishman at um, 
Alamo Draft House, but that never ended up coming through. So on Sunday, yesterday, I went and saw Honey Boy. Oh man, you are spilling all over the place. That thing have a hole in it? It must. Are you talking about his chin? No, the cup. There's like a puddle on the on the table right what now. What the hell? Yeah, why? Oh no. Jeff, you bing boing. What did I? I didn't do anything. You poked a hole in it. Intentionally. With your needle penis. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. I don't have a needle dick. <laughs> Make me sick. <laughs> well, speaking of needle dick, I saw Honey Boy. Which I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Um, is... I only know that it's a Shia, uh, a Shia LaBeouf movie. Yes, Shia LaBeouf wrote it. And it's a movie about his dad being an asshole. And then he plays his own dad in it. That sounds so, like the most pretentious fucking thing ever. I mean, his dad, <laughs> like, made fun of him for having a little dick when he was, like, 12. Well, was that true? That was, Did he have a little dick at 12? They never showed his dick, uh, mm-hmm. believe it or not. But it's so the movie starts with him, like, filming Transformers and shit. And and then it shows him like it's just like a smash cut of all like basically all the shit that's happening in his life. Him on set of different movies, drinking, chugging booze from a bottle until he barfs, and then he gets in a car accident, fights the cops and gets arrested. And he gets sent to like court ordered rehab and as he's in rehab and they're doing like these exercises, it gives him flashbacks from when he was twelve, just starting out acting. And I guess him and his dad, his, he hired his dad as his counselor. So he was kind of like his acting coach and kept an eye on him since like when you're a minor working on shit, you have to have you have to have a guardian. Right. So he just hired his dad at his as his guardian, but his dad is like a fuck up and an asshole and real pushy with him. And basically he was a failed entertainer who pushed his son into it to live out his failed dream. But he was like nasty and abusive and like a complete cocksucker to him. It sounds effective too. I guess it did work, but it also yeah. turned him into like a a big alky. Big pussy. Got him in the slammer a couple kidding. of times. I'm just kidding, Shia LaBeouf. I actually like Shia LaBeouf. I do too. I he's a he's an awesome actor. The movie was just such a fucking bummer though. My God. Too heavy? Was there any love interest? Or was it just like well, yeah. straight like Shitty dad. That was the weird part. So they lived in this weird motel cabin type thing. I don't know, it looked like they just lived in one of those shitty dirt motels. And they just had a room with two beds in it. And that was where they lived. And there were like hookers and shit that lived there. So his love interest is basically this fucking hooker that lives across the street. That's exciting. So Wait, are I, you say when you say his, do you mean him as his dad I'm having a very hard time following the plot synopsis based on that I'm I, I understand what Shuddy's asking yeah is who's dating the hooker cuz little was, Shia 12 year old Shia okay at 12 he's not dating her but like he loves her and there are parts in it where you're like oh god are we about to see a grown woman make out with a child this is very uncomfortable oh and then there's a part where Shia, as his dad, like kicks the door and he's like, "Did you fuck her? Did you fuck her?" 
That is not good storytelling. I am not interested in that. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a very depressing movie, and it does make you really feel bad for Shia LaBeouf. Like his dad is a complete cocksucker, and his dad's still alive too. Yikes! So, how do you think his dad feels about this film? Like, I don't obviously think he likes doesn't it at all. paint him in a good light. Like it goes through him being like a sex offender. So, who do you think? Who do you think has more beef? Do you think Debbie Mathers, Eminem's mom, or Shia LaBeouf's dad? Hmm. I think more people probably heard about Eminem's mom than will see Honey Boy. Good call. Yeah, that's an easy one. But he he slaps him around. He he is like super jealous and just a yeah, complete dickhead. Jealous. As his son is getting success? Pretty much, yeah. See, that's ridiculous. But, I mean, I guess that's the point, right? I mean, like, if you're going to push your kid to be successful in a field that you failed in, and then he's successful, you're jealous? Like, you Yeah, and just, then he becomes resentful over it. If anything, you should just take all the credit. Like, that's what I would do. Like, see, little bastard, I molded you into this. Like, they don't even use any of the names, the actual properties that he was in. Like, they don't say Transformers. They show, like, an explosion and shit and... Makes it look like it's on a big action movie, and his name's not Shia in the movie. His name's Otis, but it's, you know, it's his life story. So wait, you th- is he saying, insinuating, or did he already say this that the reason that he did Transformers because it was, you know, pr- his father's putting pressure on him? Well, no, I mean at that point he was an adult, but when he was a yeah. child actor, I think it was. I think the the living in the motel shit was during his Even Stevens phase, which, you know, I didn't, I was too old, I guess, to watch Even Stevens when that came out. But that was, I guess, where he got his big start. So there's even a part, like, and it's so weird that he's living in, like, this flea bitten motel, and then they're waiting in line at a taco truck, and this girl recognizes Shia and runs over to her friends and is, like, giggling and pointing it out, and the dad's like, wish I fucking had that. Wish. Wish I was famous and people saw me in public and got all weird. <laughs> so he was he was at a point where he was getting recognized out in public and still living in a motel that contained two beds and a toilet. And a prostitute neighbor. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It, it just wasn't... It was well made and stuff. And I like... I, I, I mean, Shia is... He gets a lot of... Grief because those Transformers mo- movies were very cheesy, and he's got a very goofable name. Uh, but he, he, that dude, can act his dick off. Yeah, and he's he does a great job in this, and it's a well-made movie. It's just not very fun. Martin Starr was in it as like a drug counselor. I always enjoy when Martin Starr pops up. But I don't know. You walk out of that movie and you're just depressed. You know, I guess we'll give it like I'll suck three Honey Boy dicks. Nice. Do you? Do you think Shia LaBeouf is on a track to win an Oscar? Or do you think he's just too weird? I could see him winning an Oscar one day. He's got to, like, stabilize a little bit. Pick, like, a good set of movies. I mean, I think Peanut Butter Falcon is one of the best movies I've seen this year. I I haven't actually sat down and uh, put much thought into it like i gotta look at everything that came out in 2019 and you know we still got a couple months left but 
So far, Peanut Butter Falcon's in the running for my favorite movie of the year. I think my father called me Peanut Butter Falcon as like a diss, and I didn't really get it. <laughs> I didn't see that movie. What is that? What, is that a good diss? Well, the, the main character in it has Down Syndrome. Okay, great. All right, sweet. That is a pretty good diss. Good one, Dad. <laughs> Uh, I want to call right. you Peanut Butter Falcon. <laughs> Steal my dad. Steal my dad's shit, excuse me. I'm guessing I'm the only person that saw something this week. Yeah, I mean, I can wrap up my Devil Next Door. Oh, you watched the final review. episode? I watched the final two, actually. I fell asleep mostly through the third one, and I, as I reported last week inaccurately, that I fell asleep after four. Um, it was pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone. Um, I don't know if that's even a possibility, right? I mean, you could just fucking Google the whole story. But, yeah, it was nuts. And the twist, there were legitimate twists in it. And his the guy, John, Dem- I can't even say his fucking name, Ivan the Terrible. Yeah. How it breaks down with the Israeli Supreme Court is some shit. And because I don't want to spoil it for you, because it was actually a twist. And if anyone was invested in the movie before because of the review or just generally speaking, I don't want to ruin it for you because uh, I got invested and I thought it was cool. I'll suck. I love found foot or not found footage. I love um, old school footage of historical documentaries. I talked about this last week and I really like how they did this. I really like how they did it. And they had all the courtroom footage and all that shit. I'll give it a four out of five. I'll suck Four devil next door dicks. That's pretty solid. Four devil dicks. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know that I I have a bias here. I like this genre of storytelling. Yeah, you know, true crime or whatever, docu uh, historical documentaries. I'm into this kind of shit. So take take that into account when you hear my score. But four out of five. I liked it. Shuddy, did you see anything? Uh, no. No, I didn't. I was thinking about going to see the uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Yes. Is that what it's called? Let's do that. But it was like two and a half or more hours. I was like, oh, I don't think I have that in me. That sounds good. That's why I chose Honey Boy, because it was like 90 minutes. It was like every, like Doctor Sleep is over two and a half hours. All these movies are two and a half hours plus. And I was like, all right, well. I got 90 minutes to spare today. You win, honey boy. Um, I'm totally going with you on this one, though. I'm down to watch Ford versus Ferrari and connect for a little Hollywood night if you're down. Or are you saying, generally speaking, you can't watch that in the theater? No, I can, I can do it. I just don't want to... That night, you didn't want to do it. That night, I didn't want to do it, and it's a bit of a long movie to see by yourself. Like, I have no qualms about going to movies by myself. I do it just about every fucking week. But there is something, like, when you go to one of those marathon movies, it's nice to have a homie to go with. I'll or, you know, if you're baller status, a chick. Yeah, yeah. If you're, if, but I guess that's not in the fucking cards. Yeah, if you're cool, a woman. I'm just going to have to paint a pussy around Jeff's mouth while he's blowing me. <laughs> Fucking horrible, dude. <laughs> that came so out of left field. 
Like, no, I'll, we I'll, were just. I'll cut that one out. I'll cut that no, one out. No, 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 whatever. Leave it in there. <laughs> I, don't, I want everyone to know how big of an asshole you are. Uh, we're having a good conversation. Uh, we agreed to a little movie date, and now you're fucking my mouth. Great. Great. Now bro. you're drawing fucking pussies on my face. Great. <laughs> well, maybe uh, we'll review that well, next week, guys. I think we got time. You got a little time, so let's do uh, let's do an email here. Uh, uh, hold on. Oh, this is from Dom, our good friend Dominic from What the Fuck Did I Just Watch? Well, this pussy have to say for himself. <laughs> he said, uh, "It's no secret that I'm a huge pro wrestling fan, and I must say I really enjoy Kevin's Macho Man voice." I especially love when he uses the voice in his Kevin Nerdhole video game playthroughs. Hearing Blippy talk like the Macho Man was very... Oh! Hearing Blippy talk as the Macho Man was very entertaining. I guess he's talking about when I was... On Halloween, I came home from work still in my Blippy costume and made a video for the Patreon. And I just played... I think I played Luigi's Mansion 3 in my Blippy costume. And I, I just do that voice where when things get intense, I'm like, oh, fuck, look out. And I'm not intentionally doing Macho Man, but I guess it sounds like him. I, so I think that's the Macho Man voice Dom's talking about. I agree. That's exactly what he's talking about. And I now, agree with Dom and your Macho Man voice. Now Dom is saying I should dress up as Macho Man for Halloween next year. I've done it before, and I know the pressure that comes along with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he has done it. People always ask you to talk like Macho Man. My voice was shot after about two hours of wearing my costume, and my impression was nowhere near as good as Kevin's. Shuddy can confirm since he attended the party with the Macho Man almost ten years ago. I don't recommend lubing up your vocal cords with a Mickey's Ice 40. That doesn't work. Uh, Before I go, I have one request for Kevin. Can you say these three Macho Man quotes in your Macho Man voice? This is great. This is a great email. Yeah. I think you do right. a great Macho Man voice. All right, here. I'll, I'll give these a shot. I'm not even familiar with these. 10,000 years as Intercontinental Champion. Oh, yeah. I guess that's a big one of his. Yeah, that works. All right, that's here's good. the second one. Love it or leave it. The same fire the dragon breathes, he shall burn by. Sounds like a fucking fortune cookie. Macho Man said that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He gets intense and very um, theatrical during his interviews. And you're familiar with or all did. these, Shuddy? I am not familiar with those exact quotes, but they are. I don't think Dom would have made those up. You're doing a good job in person. And they sound very in line with Macho Man. Yeah. I mean, that... The same fire the dragon breathes, he shall he shall burn by. That's yeah. I didn't realize Macho Man was that profound. From his lips to your ears, I guess damn so. right he's yeah. profound. All right, and here's the final request from Dom. I'm the Tower of Power. Too sweet to be sour. I'm funky like a monkey. The sky's the limit, and space is the place. Dig it. That, that, yeah, that is that's one savage. that I know. That's, that's Macho Man. 
I you know I don't throw this around lately, but Randy Macho Man Savage is one hundred percent a great American. I mean, did you watch the new episode of South Park? No. Oh my we're, god, we're, we're gonna watch it after. Okay. Uh, Man, I, that was so fucking funny. I just gotta give an, uh, everyone an update on the Mad Scientist Party Hour curse. Oh yeah, went over three in NBA and lost in the Monday Night Football game, so it's alive and kicking. I went over four tonight. You're gonna hear. A promo for our Patreon and the Easter egg coming up. Your boy's keeping the streak alive, though. Owen Fortnite. Let's go. Let's go. So you made four bets for tonight. I made one three-team parlay because here's my thing. This is where I'm at now. I'm going to lose no matter what. So instead of betting a whole bunch of shit, I'm going to bet a, like um, I'm going to bet a one exotic to win more money. So I need three teams to win for my bet to hit, right? And it pays out six to one. But that's not what's going to happen. I'll usually I'll usually lose one, two, or if not three. Date nights like this, I'm definitely going to lose. Tonight, just so happens I lost all three. So if you see my parlay and don't want to, you don't want to, you you can't fade the other way. You should just pick the two game, two or three of the games that you disagree with, and bet the other one. But if you did that tonight, you would have won on each on each of them. And then for the football one, I was wrong too because Philip Rivers throws the ball like a fucking girl and is a fucking huge pussy. Shuddy, were you watching that football game? No. Jesus Christ! If you can just oh. pay attention to ESPN for the highlights, it's a goddamn disgrace. This fucking guy, he needs to retire. They should just take him out back and shoot his old ass. He's no got like shit. eight kids, nine kids, though. We can't have them fatherless. That's not cool. Um, Let's see. You got one other email here from Eric. And he said, I was listening to this week's episode and had the thought that maybe y'all could make a shirt uh, to raise money for Shuddy and Jeff to be at Ellis Mania 20. The only reason I'm bringing this up now is to have time to make a new design and put them in... Uh, it will be more than a year since the current shirt. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, also, unrelated in the Patreon, Kevin said sitting in a shopping cart could get you a DUI, but I think you are the passenger, so wouldn't the person pushing the cart be the driver and get the DUI? Yeah, I don't think there's any way you can actually drive. Uh-huh. What if you're wiggling and you use the momentum of your body to shimmy the cart forward or you have an oar yeah like a, a gr- just a uh, stick an, an asphalt oar yeah you're one of those like gondola guys in in venice god uh no i i don't think you can get a dui in a shopping cart i think that's the one loophole well we'll have to test that out our next experiment uh hey, i'll experiment with <laughs> you friend <laughs> <laughs> oh man, now you're making it all fucking weird. Hey, let's hey, let's do some experimenting later. Me and you. Hey, how about I draw a pussy around <laughs> your mouth? Yeah, let's let's experiment, friend. <laughs> all right, well, that seems like a good place as any to stick a fork in this fucking episode. Yeah, I feel good about what happened here tonight. Sometimes I don't feel good. Tonight I feel good. I want to shout out to the weed lean. The only way I can ingest THC on the show without ruining it. Yeah, I got, I'm going to shout out. This is the one way I can party. Shuddy, what are you eating? A bowl of ice cream. Duh. J- Jambalaya. Jambalaya. 
There's what so a- many spoon scrapes. How is there even a droplet left? Not while there isn't. I'm time, gonna, time to lick the ball. A shout out to the Wheeling and Wedding oh. Wedding Cake. Wedding Man. Cake. Wait, what does it say? Wedding Cake Smalls. Wedding Cake Smalls. I almost said s'mores. Wedding Cake Smalls. I just took a sip of the Wheeling and got uh, a mango oyster. Yeah. That I was got, very pleasant. I got one of those earlier, and it's just like... Ooh, the Patreon's going to be lit. That taste sticks with you. And it, honestly, it's not a horrible taste, but it's not a, it's not a very fun taste either. It's, it's what, a, the intense syrup? The intense syrup. I, well, I'll check back in on you in like 10 minutes. It gets to a point where it's like, all right, yeah, I, would, I, I want a different taste in my mouth. Like, well, sometimes I can go for a mint right now. When you use the little plunger to measure out the syrup, like suck it out of the bottle and shoot it into the Sprite. There's like <laughs> you a, suck and shoot. <laughs> there's a little reservoir in the tip. Man, this is only getting gayer. <laughs> yeah, I keep... That, Stores a little bit of juice in there, mm-hmm. and I want to taste that juice. <laughs> can I, so can you I suck some of your juice? <laughs> so yeah, I'll suck the tip of that thing, and I'll suck the slime out. Do the the verbal drop. I do it too. I want some of your juice. Can I taste your juice? Can I taste your juice? <laughs> <laughs> I say that to the bottle too, and then I suck the syringe. <laughs> then you blow the syringe. And it is it is that I mean it's it's flavored strongly to be cut into other stuff you're supposed to mix this into other drinks so when you get the syrup by itself it is very intense if i can be critical now we've done wonders i feel like by the weed lean we we are one of their bigger supporters and we've actually helped them move product so we can be critical if there's any way they can update it and go to weed lean 2.0 i wish it were more it, it was more mixable like it it does collect a little bit too much on the bottom now, it leaves her a pleasant surprise at the end, but I'm just saying if it could be a little more mixable or if they could give methods. Like, I feel like it's got to go in second, right? Or does it still collect at the bottom? Have you ever put the I soda in first? I always put it in second. And does that, do you think that helps? Well, yeah. How do you feel about this? Do you think it helps? It does, but it's still thicker than the soda, so... Unless you drink it fast, it does settle. Right. But not as much. You, you, I feel like it mixes better. There's probably no way that they can do anything with that, huh? Eh, whatever. They would just have to con- completely reconfigure their formula and be uh, a different kind of tincture. Sure. Less I'll... syrupy. Yeah. And more liquidy. And I'll... then that would ruin it. Yeah, I'll email them. I'm sure they're down. I got a blue check mark. I'll get right through. Of course. Yeah, you can bitch about airlines and everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm... And you get a response from the help team right away. I'm pretty much a star. Uh, Hey, Patreon, like we said, don't want to miss that. Just go to patreon.com slash Hour, and you can sign up and get access to all of the backlogged content. We're about to hit two years of doing Patreon. Yes! Uh-oh. Yes! What Look you at this. Oh, yes. Rep Fargate star. Rep Eric Swalwell followed me back. Blue check marks. Recognize blue check marks. You son of a bitch. I'm not even going to bother following him because I know he's not going to follow me back. And I don't want to give you the gloating rights. Fuck yeah. (laughs) This is what the blue check mark does. What am I up to? 793? God, I I feel like I have the biggest dick in this county 
seven ninety three. Well, you're you're in the valley, so you're dealing with all the porn dicks. Yeah, I know this. Yeah, this is the big league of the dicks. <laughs> um. So yeah, check out the, all the tiers of the Patreon. You like I said, when you sign up, you get access to all of the stuff. So you're signing up now, and you haven't listened. You're getting basically two years worth of content to catch up on. So check that out, please. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. I'm going to put, I think that might have been in the uh, Easter egg, but I got a good boomerang of Jeff. Yep. Another Jeff boomerang will be making its appearance on our Instagram, so check that out. Jeff um, just fired up about oh. the fucking, about the weed lean. Which should, should we do an MSPH message to our... Uh, representative Eric Swalwell, we gotta we gotta get him on. We gotta get him on. We don't really talk politics here, so maybe it wouldn't fit. But maybe we could get him to compete against Dan the Man and uh, the Great Poudini <laughs> in a fart off. Yeah, a fart heard around in the world. Hey, look, we heard we heard your ass. It's got a loud voice. How do you think you stack up against our champion farters? Oh man. He's retweeting stuff, but it's not about his farts? farts. No, it's not even retweeting about the fart stuff, but this is the same. Maybe not. Maybe not. Never mind. Uh, all right, where was I? Oh, if you want to be a part of Voicemails Yay, just call 201-472-0139. Or if you're bashful, you can just send an email to madscientist at riotcast.com. Shuddy Boy, you got anything? Nope. All right, friends. Well, until next time, oh, something. Sometimes I'm just like kind of hey after podcast. Hey, like, hey, hey. Oh man, can I just do that like better? <laughs> Why didn't I just do that better? Was... I don't know. I feel that way a lot. Alright, where is this? I just feel like shuddy motherfucker. I feel like if you knew sports we would make a trillion dollars. <laughs> Man, all they got to do, just fucking put traps. Just traps, man. Booby traps. And they got me. Woo! That seems a little loud. Maybe I'm just being a bitch. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. I can now. Check, 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 check. Let's see here. Can you hear the police in the background? No, I cannot hear the police. Man, when I walked into the apartment today, I was like, ooh, it's a little chilly in here. I I could use a blanket. Jeff comes in and immediately strips down to his underwear. And opens up the door. What's the temperature out there? I'm hot and I'm hungry. I I brought some some sprites from work. If you want to make some dirty sprite. <laughs> Good night.
get a video camera that. That's, that's legit excitement. Jeff just did his version of like the Street Fighter 2 shadow uppercut. I looked like uh, Because you had Sprite after the revolution. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, hold on. <laughs> hold on. We gotta I'll do a boomerang of your your weedling happy dance. Weedling excitement. Alright, let's see how that <laughs> Oh, this kicks ass. Did my boobs jiggle? Something's jiggling. <laughs> Got a lot of excess over here, so Man. That'll be, that'll be a solid addition to our Instagram account. All right, Shuddy, I'm gonna text that to you. Let's see, where is our little group chat? All right. Can't wait to log into uh, YouTube TV and just, just find out how bad this is. How bad what is? The fucking MSPH curse. Oh, oh, you bet again. Yes. He bet. Yeah. And the listeners... Of course he did. The listeners really want you to post your bets in advance so they could reverse bet and just get rich. Are yeah, bet again. Are we going to Easter egg this? Insider We're information. Easter egging. Okay. Well, let's give the greatest promo, promo or plug of our own Patreon uh, tiers and membership that we can. So... As a lot of you guys know, if you become a Patreon member at the $5 tier, there's three tiers. One's a a tip jar, $1. The other's a $5 tier, which includes uh, a bonus episode every week. Generally, 30 minutes is, well, no, it's actually generally 45 minutes. smash hits as Shuddy Boy's fucking news. Yep. It's not undersell the bonus episode. No, the bonus episode kicks ass. Content you, you will not get anywhere else. Yeah, the the headline I feel like of the Patreon bonus content, at least at the five dollars tier, is the Shuddy Boys news. But we do like, at the very bare minimum, thirty minute extra episodes, but they're very rarely that short. So typically it's like forty five minutes. But I don't want to overpromise and underdeliver. You're definitely getting thirty minutes of bonus MSPH content every week. Also, what we're going to start doing, this is an idea of the Patreon members and Puminati Elite, whatever, is that every day or every week that we record Mad Scientist Party Hour or Monday, I'm going to release my bets earlier in the day to the fans on Slack or to the Puminati on Slack. So, yes, $5 gets you into our group Slack channel. Right. So, so essentially, you, you could use that $5 as a Dow payment to get some of the best sports betting advice you've ever gotten. You, you can, All you have to do is bet the opposite of what Jeff is This betting. is a $5 investment, and you get four weeks of losing bets, where all you have to do is go on the opposite side, and you are going to make money on your $5 investment. Let's How not tell money them sound? that they're going to make money, because what happens when they start doing this, and somehow the cosmos shifts in your favor... And they start losing money uh, the way you've been losing it, and you start winning. Let's just say I like your chances. Yeah. I mean, okay, if you want a 97% chance at winning, then you should definitely subscribe to our Patreon, uh, the $5 tier, because I am losing at a fucking record rate here. Let me just give you some context of what I'm talking about tonight. Did you bet the Chargers? I did. I did. Um, and they're losing, right? 
as I don't know. I, the last time I checked, they were down 10-9 at halftime. But I bet a three-team parlay. Oh, the, the Chargers are losing. Nice. By eight, so they're not going to cover. All right, so I bet a three-team <laughs> parlay in the NBA. I had the Hornets at plus eight and a half. They lost 96 to 132. So real quick. Oh, no, excuse me, seven and a half. So they lost by 31 against the spread. I had the Trailblazers also plus seven and a half. Actually, that got up to plus eight um, against the Rockets. They lost 108 to 132. So against the spread, I lost by 16. I also had, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's the other team? I also had, oh, the Pacers at the Nets. Uh, the Nets just to win. They lost 115 to 86. So I was wrong by, oh, uh, real quick, like 39 against the 115 spread. to 86. Was that 39 or 40? 29, 29. So I was again wrong in 29. So I'm not even close. These aren't even sweats. If you just looked at my shit and bet the opposite, you would have been spending your money by like fucking halftime of all these games. I don't understand why you don't take your own advice. And checker myself? Yeah. Like bet the every time side? every time you go to place a bet, just reverse it. Cuz I also, I don't know. Again, I'm not like religious and I don't I don't like, you know, I don't believe in fate or anything, but the time that I do that is when it goes the opposite side. Like if I bet on the days that we record, I'm losing. I could figure it out. I could try to do it any way I want, but it's going to be a loss. That's what we figured out. So even if you try and outsmart the MSPH curse, no, there's no outsmarting it. It's I'm going to lose. the the way The only way to outsmart it is to stop betting. But that's fucking gay, and I'm not a pussy. I'm not a pussy. We're not going to do that. And I'm <laughs> I'm trying to incentivize the non uh, Patreon subscribers to maybe to join up. Because again, it's only five dollars, and you get a thirty to forty five minutes of additional content every week. You get to be in the Slack channel, which is fucking rowdy. There's a lot of crazy shit and, and, and great conversation. And I'll let you know how I'm going to lose every week. And you could fade or follow me if you want. If I get on a hot streak, you can bet me. But I, I wouldn't recommend that because I've, I've never been on a hot streak here. All else. Sound sounds good. The sound is about right. Are you ready to hop into the, uh, the main show? Do you want to play the sound effects, yeah. though? I was just Make sure I can up. hear them. Thick and gamey. And Dr. Steve is very quiet. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. I just do enough licking to get the job done. (laughs) (laughs) I I wonder what the context is of that. I bet it's cunnilingus. I, I hope. I mean, geez, I'm the MSPH resident bet, cocksucker. So I would bet it was like a push, uh, a blow pop reference, something about candy. It could have been fucking piece of shit. Could have been a fringe. What would I do to suck a dick or not suck a dick? And I would say maybe I said I would lick just enough to get it done. See, I thought that's also. I thought that this was gonna play. <laughs> But instead, it was this. I just do enough licking to get the job done. Nice. Nice. <laughs> it's this kind of stuff that keeps my father coming back. 
<laughs> my father was in town this week, Shuddy, and we went out to dinner. Well, I went to dinner a bunch of times, but Kevin met up with us for Korean barbecue, and my father was telling him how big of a fan he was of, of, our, of our podcast, which is nice. And I think he... He was running a whole bunch of vape shops. He's he's changed careers a little bit, but he was running a whole bunch of vape shops in like the New Jersey area and like just the, along the eastern seaboard. And he said that he used to like just play, like have our mad scientist party hour playing like throughout the store. Like, hopefully, like, it was none of the episodes where we were goofing on vaping. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it probably was. Hopefully. <laughs> oh man, the content that we. Uh, how we bring out here in MSPH is pretty racy. So we, we pretty much can offend everyone if we really oh, yeah. if we really thought about it. Equal opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's actually what I'm going to... Uh, that's that's my defense for the MSPH con- commentary is that we shit on everyone equally. Yeah. I'm Every, going to 100% every, lose this fucking game. Everybody gets a little piece of shit. It's a fucking joke. It was cool meeting your dad, though. He's not bad. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah, that's where I get a lot of my wit from. He's he's fast. He used to be faster and wittier back in the day, but you know he's an old man. Uh, oh, shots fired. Yeah, well, he's cool. I'm happy that you guys got along. And uh, he yeah, because I've met your mom like a bunch of times. Not so cool, right? <laughs> and you don't like her. Yeah. She, How he, dare you? No, uh, I think she's a, a listener too. Yeah, your mom has been here for episodes before like at the actual taping i think right yeah i think wasn't she here for the one where we did we watched the video of some guy like inserting stuff in his pee hole i think she was here for one of them that sounds like it's on brand yeah well yeah i feel like we really ratcheted up the 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 raunchiness when she was here so one time your your curse on mondays is the sports betting mine seems to be farting are you farting again a lot? I think last if it was Did it, you hear that one? Yeah. I think last week was just unbearable. It was like fucking gross. <laughs> it kept stinking and, and I was not a fan. I'm gonna lose this easily. Oh my god. You know what the of the problem is? Is I get I think I know what it is. I get my Monday routine. I have like a a routine for every day of the week. My Monday routine is I stop at um, spits, Earth Bar. No, I can't do spits anymore because it gives me heartburn. Too much, too many fried elements. But I get a green drink at the Earth Bar. It's like, you know, it looks like a a cup of pond scum. Basically, just slurping Turd. up algae and shit. So I think when I get that around like ten in the morning, around the time when we start doing MSPH is when my body has digested it, and it makes me super gassy, and then I just blast all night. Okay, well, so maybe I should shift. So that maybe to don't do that on recording nights. Yeah, because yeah, I I have very little human interaction outside of Mad Scientist Party Hour, so I can just fart myself into oblivion on a Tuesday. Well, farts are on brand, anyways. I don't feel like you should you should stop doing stuff that's going to make you fart, especially on the podcast. Well, that was Shuddy Boy's suggest suggestion. Well, I know. I, I don't. I, I disagree. All right, I'll just keep baking you out. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Shuddy doesn't have to deal with this. I'm the one saying that I'm, I'm putting, <laughs> I'm throwing myself into the fire. I was, you know, you like the smell of his farts. <laughs> that's, that's fine, Jeff. 
something wrong. I, I, I didn't know that you were into that, but I'm sorry for defending you otherwise and ruining your fetish. Help you. It gets me into the mind state. Good evening, mad scientist. You mean it gets you hard? This isn't just a podcast. This is a fucking state of mind, all right? <laughs> Kevin's farts are needed. It helps me. Helps me lock in. Yeah, they're they're thinking gases. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're going to be talking about them anyways. Or talking about farts anyways. I got the, the wife beater on. I'm all sweaty. Jesus Christ. Yeah, what the hell's wrong with you? I'm just a fat bastard, and I run hot. All right, should we do this? Ready, go. From Los Angeles, California, we are the Mad Scientist Party Hour. 